There is a dark place, but I'm not going there. No, no, not on my way. There is a dark place, but I'm not going there. No, no, not on my way. Hi, I'm Jordan. And I'm Lex. And this is Or Learn Parkour. It's a podcast about ADHD and sadly not parkour. Although, uh, did meet someone recently who used to do parkour, so maybe, you know, we can get them on for their expert advice. <laughs> the times they are a-changin', or learn parkour is actually about parkour? Yeah. I never thought I'd see the day. <laughs> parkour. I haven't heard that name in years. <laughs> <sighs> Just the good old Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that was my smoking impression from someone who has clearly never smoked. But that's what that was for anyone who was wondering. Well, that was my dead-on impersonation or impression, I should say, of Matthew McConaughey in True Detective. Thank you very much. Oh, you nailed it. Thank you. So welcome back to the podcast. We do it every other week, and it is about ADHD, and we both have ADHD, which if you don't know... Now you know. Now you know. But also, if you didn't, it's pretty clear, pretty obvious. <laughs> We're all over the place all the time. Speaking of all over the place, you know where I was today? Wh- On another podcast. Uh, today? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I thought you did another podcast like two weeks ago or I mean, last week. I, I did, but the episode came out today, the 21st. I see. I was like, when did you record it? What? Hello? You've been at work all day. What? Okay. No, I've been slowly needling my boss. Uh, context, I work in marketing, that we should start a like podcast production offshoot, and it finally worked. No, it didn't. I was, but- I was like, wow, this is where you just... Okay. I was just sitting right. on this. No. Yeah. No, I wish. Someday. I'm still holding out hope. I'm holding out for a hero till the end of the night. But last weekend... I got to chat with the wonderful Nadine from Special Needs Supermom podcast, and the episode dropped today, the day we're recording this, which is the 21st. So by the time this hits you, dear audience, it'll be super duper out. Yeah. Yeah. Coming out. Okay. Go listen to it. It was fun. Nadine's great. I'm coming out. Okay. So that's awesome. So stoked to listen to that myself and hear Jordo's lovely, lovely voice <laughs> and opinions and thoughts, most likely in a much more coherent and intelligible fashion. It's still me. I still have ADHD. No, but like, you don't have me there, though. You know, it was like you, you at least had a fighting chance. You didn't have the negative brain cell leeching away at you. <laughs> I think you're giving me too much credit. Okay, that's fair. Uh, but we'll leave it up to you, dear audience. Go take a listen. Let us know what you think vis-a-vis chaos levels. And then come back and listen to the rest of this episode, please, because today we're going to be talking about... That was like the weakest drum roll. No, just do like a, just do a roll, you know? Just. Uh, There it is. Anyways, um, (laughs) my nieces and nephews have my mom call me or FaceTime me more often than not to make my Wookiee noise for them because they love Star Wars and their aunt can do a decent Wookiee impression. 
That's me. I am the aunt who can do a Wookiee impression. You are. And my two-year-old nephew, he calls me <laughs> Bubaka. Bubaka. He can't say Chewbacca, so he calls me Bubaka. Which is, objectively, way better. Oh, not not going to knock Chewy. Oh, I don't have anything against Chewy. This is, this is a Chewy-friendly zone. But yeah. just the sheer power, which I think does exist must exist in context with the original Chewbacca, but the sheer power of Bubaka. Yeah, no, having a two-year-old look up at you in awe and wonder with a smile slowly spreading across his little face as he just says, Bubaka, and then you realize that you're Bubaka now. You are. I am become Bubaka. You have received your destiny assigned bubaka at two-year-old nephew's house (laughs) um so yeah all that to say the drum roll back to that (laughs) we're talking about holistic remedies for adhd join us on this journey of health and wellness see how we can center ourselves our essences and open our fourth eyes it's beyond the third bet you didn't know that one had any bonus eye where we are going to discuss how to fix and cure your ailment of adhd connect to your inner divine energy and become neurotypical pull your finger out of your ass (laughs) yeah that's that's a steaming croco poop yeah, uh, I, in a context, we've talked about holistic health before. We don't necessarily have anything against the holistic health, like sort of yeah, yeah, movement. No, there are definitely like things besides medication that can help with your ADHD. Yeah, but nothing's gonna cure it. That's not how that works. Well, and I think there's a lot of discourse going around right now about, you know, is ADHD a disability? Like, is it a de- debilitating problem? Mm-hmm. Or is it a gift or a superpower? And I know how I feel about all of it, which is like, I don't think it's any of those things. And it's also all of those things. Mm-hmm. And people are allowed to feel how they want to feel about their own brains. Mm-hmm. So I will leave it at that. But given the sort of discourse going around and the fact that it's April, so, you know, we got some good Good hippie holidays up in here, like Earth Day uh, and also 420. Happy Um, 420, Mom. (laughs) And, you know, it just felt like a good time to do something that is a little bit less labor intensive for us because (laughs) there's a lot going on in the world also. So um, side note, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, take care of your communities because we got to do it or else nobody will, clearly. Yep. But yeah. Yeah. So So we're going to talk about some holistic or alternative ADHD techniques and if we've tried them, if they've worked for us, and just get earthy with it. Yeah, we're just going to get real crunchy. We're just going to dig deep. I'm just going to put a handful of potting soil into my mouth. I really didn't know where this was going. I was really afraid that you were taking us somewhere I did not want to (laughs) follow. I'm going to follow gonna put a handful gonna put a handful of weed in my mouth and eat it that's how you I get was high honestly, right honestly 
honestly, and I think partially because your hands are in your lap right now and you made like a <laughs> scooping motion towards your crotch. I definitely oh, no. had a moment of like, is Jordan literally about to say on our podcast, I'm going to shove a handful of granola in my vagina? Like what is happening? So my brain went there. Maybe if I do that, then... do you think Goop would sponsor this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh uh that was that one got me that caught me off guard i mean if gwyneth. anyone was gonna yeah gwyneth i mean i got a pitch for you we also have vajola yeah we also what vajola granola for your vagina oh i hate you oh i hate that i was gonna say we have lots of like leftover wax from other candles so maybe we can make something happen get at me gwyneth um hit us up gwyneth we've got i'm sure too many ideas for our own good well and i'm sure um anyone who is uh, a fan of goop or sort of a more devout follower of that lifestyle you probably won't like this episode and and you probably don't want to sponsor us but you're already miles ahead of us i'm sure you've already got that that vagula in the oven yeah that's true it, wait so is the oven are you meaning that in like the is it like the uterus like how people are like got baby in the oven or bun in the oven and it's like a baby I, in a uterus like is it the granola is in the uterus oven or is it in an actual oven there no i guess it has two layer two two hoops to that jump was through, my, two different types of ovens that was a it was a play on words there yeah it's both uh, I think it's super extra way funnier though if i dissect it in great detail yeah yeah I think that that's... Do you have a feeling on which oven we're referring to here? Oh, I think it'd be like a double... A double-layered onion. Un- onion. A double-layered oh, oh onion? Hello? Don't put that in your oven. A double-layered oven similar to cow stomachs. Oh. See, I was imagining... process, like different oven mm-hmm. processes. Because, mm-hmm. like, when you, like, bake the, the granola yeah. to, like, make the granola. I do want to. I do want to put a disclaimer here. First of all, don't try this at home. Please, God, I am begging you. Second of all, if you do bake granola in a home oven to put in your personal oven, let it cool first. I need you to let it cool first. It can't yeah. go straight from one to the other. Yeah. I just, I just want to make sure we have that on record. Okay. Anyways, yeah. continue. No, I mean, like, we're not medical professionals. We're not psychiatrists. We're not therapists. We're not like legally licensed to do anything except be idiots. And on drive a, a car. We both have driver's licenses. Yeah, but like you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we aren't professionals at like anything at all. So we're really just here to commentate and mm-hmm. also make fun of people sometimes. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, Sorry. most of the time it's us ourselves though. Yeah, so I think it balances yeah. Out. But then sometimes people suggest things that we should try. Right. To, to um to fix quote unquote our brains and um uh well okay so there's a lot a lot of different things that I've been told I guess so let's just get right into it right yeah let's yeah, dive right so in we we have talked about different types of treatments that people or remedies I should say that people suggest a lot of them come down to just like doing different things which is you know executive dysfunction it's not a thing it's fine <laughs> like drink more water take supplements for your brain. Uh, that, not that you shouldn't do that. I don't know. Talk to your doctor. But um, yeah. kind of starting out at the the chill end of things, mm-hmm. of like drink more water, exercise, yeah. do, you know, some mindfulness sort of calming exercises mm-hmm. and try meditation if you want, you know, mm-hmm. like sort of. Generally vaguely good for kind of everyone. Yeah. Like, again, it, like you said, vaguely generally, like we're speaking in very wide terms mm-hmm. here. Take that with a grain of salt. But, yeah, so, like, you have things that I would say are the, quote-unquote, like, harmless end of the spectrum. 
versus, what was it, tarantula piss or something? Something like that. Like, there was some some Rancho Gross stuff in there. Uh, Tarantula Hispania, which was, I can't remember if it was piss or poison. Oh. Oh, yeah, no, because it was was tarantula poison and chlamydia piss? Yeah, like, some sort of sex disease piss. Yeah. Yeah, like, you know, taking stuff like that to give to your child who has ADHD or electroshock therapy, which in some instances has shown some helpfulness, but most of the time it's not administered correctly yeah. or, you know, people, yeah. But I think the the most harmful option out of that is more so what you were told not to do. So I know medication is not for everyone. I know medication doesn't necessarily work great for everybody, but it works for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and stimulants in particular work for a good chunk of people who have ADHD. Mm-hmm. And one of the big things uh, in the sort of holistic movement in medicine is to discourage people from taking stimulants and generally prescribed medications. Do th- Do they have specific reasons why it's uh quote-unquote like unnatural it's not organic Mm. it's not you know all this other stuff where it's that's factually untrue but because it's been touched by scientists somewhere in a lab and put into a capsule it's witchcraft of some kind that will as opposed to the totally on site (laughs) as opposed to the totally organic non-gmo free-range chlamydia piss yeah, and I know that this is spectrum, right? Like, yes. not everyone. Oh, yeah. I recognize, and I think you also recognize, like, there are things that are, you know, generally helpful. And yeah. Like, yeah, yes, you should probably drink more water. Yeah, uh, there's a time and a place for essential oils. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they're often not a substitute for prescription meds and medical intervention from people with doctorates. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, and I I know that there are people who have doctorates in, like, holistic medicine. Really? Yeah. Oh. Like, medically licensed doctors, I think, is kind of the yeah. thing there. Doctors, therapists, psychiatrists, that whole yes. suite of individuals. Yeah, people who had to go to, like, quote-unquote med school. Mm-hmm. The things that they do sometimes get lumped into this sort of group of, like, well, it's all bad because it's all unnatural, and if it's anything that comes from a doctor and it's not natural and it's not something that I can get from, like, my chiropractor, then it must be bad for you, and it must be bad in general, and it must be bad morally. Mm-hmm. And I know not everyone makes those assumptions and leaps. I know a lot of people who are more on the holistic end of things who are still sort of open to traditional medicine. Mm-hmm. And I'd say, like, I, to, you know, if it's not clear, I am biased towards the traditional medicine in terms of, like, what I think works best for me and what I think has helped people mm-hmm. generally more. <clears throat> I, I, I do want to be clear of, like, I do have a clear bias against holistic medicine. Like, this is the just straight up goop. This is not your episode. I'm so sorry. I mean, I'm not sorry, but, like... Yeah. Well, and there's... I think like you said before, there's a spectrum and I take Adderall. I take stimulant medication and it works for me. I also go to an allergy doctor who gives me massages that somehow cure my allergies and it works. Shrug emoji. Yeah. So there's a spectrum. I think the thing that we just kind of want to touch on is that quote unquote traditional medicine is not inherently bad Mm -hmm. and to take it all with a grain of salt yeah yeah no for sure and i guess to add on to that 
every field is constantly evolving and yes. especially sort of field of study surrounding neurodivergence mm-hmm. because like a lot a lot of us a lot of us out here are not neurotypical <laughs> my nope. friends I, I guess we've kind of laid out the general gist of it but i'm really what i'm really itching to get into though Tell me. Honestly, is sort of what your personal experience, Jordan, as mm-hmm. Jordan has been with either what you've experimented with uh, in terms of holistic medicine or if people have told you to do or not to do things. I- I'm curious to hear your sort of experience with that. Yeah. I mean, I feel a little bit lucky in that I had literally zero exposure to ADHD until I was diagnosed at the ripe old age of 24. So I didn't have a whole lot of people really chiming in. And I've been able to be an adult and choose my own adventure. And, you know, I have heard the things like, don't eat red food coloring and these essential oils will cure you and some things like that. But I feel lucky that I've had this perspective of like all of those things are a part of the tool arsenal to deal with ADHD. And some of them are effective tools and some of them aren't. So like I've heard that there are some diet things that are helpful. I have taken it as an excuse to eat fish. And that's enough benefit for me that I'm going to keep doing it because I do like fish. Okay. Yeah. But for me, I mean, like, I know that I needed prescription medication to get myself to a place where I could even try Mm -hmm. any of these things. Like, I don't think exercising is bad advice. I don't think changing your diet is necessarily bad advice. Like I said, I think there's a time and a place for essential oils. But if I am just sitting on the couch and I am so overwhelmed by executive dysfunction that I can't move, I can't exercise. I can't. You can't do yoga. I can't do yoga. I'm not going to fillet myself a fish. Like, I know that I needed that for my baseline. And keeping diet in mind and keeping active, along with a bunch of other really tangible things that may or may not be holistic but are alternatives to medicine – Like building routine and understanding how I fidget and what kind of stimulation makes my brain work the best. Those are all kind of secondary tools Mm -hmm. that I can use, I guess. Does that make sense? Absolutely. That was a very, very serious answer and very... Very informative. Um, Thank you. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. I feel a little silly now. No, no. Uh, What has your experience been? Well, I just sort of made a list earlier today of different things that I've been told to do to fix either my depression, anxiety, or my ADHD. Mm. Um, And we talked about this a little bit before, but my depression and anxiety, I think, are pretty clearly linked to my ADHD. So we're just going to kind of blanket sort of the quote-unquote list of things that people have suggested to fix me. Quote-unquote. Quote-unquote. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Uh, I've been told to try drinking coffee. Cut out coffee. (laughs) I've been told to try cigarettes. (laughs) um, Because they're a stimulant. Um, Um, Yeah. (laughs) It's like your foot's sore. Cut it off. Yeah, no, there's some interesting... Yeah, I will not make a judgment as to whether these are good or bad. I will. Yeah, that's fine. You can do that. But I'm just like, if this is anything that y'all do out there, do you. You do you. Um, Keep them coming. Yeah, try cigarettes. Um to drink at least 72 ounces of water a day, which I'm five foot five. That's a lot of water to put in my body. (laughs) I'm not that large of a person. You pretty much just have to like dog sprinkler all day. I know. Just like like, with a hose. Yeah. And then like just pissing. 
without <laughs> the other end the whole time, just like an endless cycle. I've been told that I need to try yoga, Pilates, uh, that I should really get into running. I've been told to try eating more iron food because maybe I'm iron deficient. I've been given so many different types of supplements. Uh, I've been given Kratom. Kratom? I don't know. I always say Kratom. How did that go? Um, (laughs) We'll get to that. Okay. We'll get to that. All right. Yeah. I mean, a few of these I have tried. Um, Okay. And then uh, the the big thing that I always hear is about like, well, if you were just eating, you know, gluten-free, dairy-free and following, you know, a strict paleo diet uh, or, you know, maybe if you tried intermittent fasting. Have you heard about intermittent (laughs) fasting? I feel like that could like, supposedly that can really help with brain fog. And I think maybe you're just experiencing some brain fog. These are things that people have suggested to me, real people. I personally have struggled on and off with disordered eating patterns since I was like 17 or 18. So there's a lot of that advice that is directly related to how I look and how my body is functioning and what I can and can't do physically, whether it's diet or exercise. So I I know that I also sort of have a biased gut reaction against the sort of holistic medicine trend because so much of it comes from people in my life and times in my life where uh, my, my weight and my appearance and my inability to do certain things sort of drove my worth, right? So I have a very, very uh, negative reaction when people suggest things to me from that sort of end of the spectrum. So I do want to sort of like explain why I'm so hostile towards holistic medicine. That's Um, fair. I think, you know, if intermittent fasting works for you, that's fine. But if you suggest intermittent fasting or any kind of fasting or dieting to someone with an eating disorder, you're a bad person. Well, and to be fair, not everyone knows, right? You don't, fair. but that's the thing is like, you don't know. Yeah. You don't know if someone has an eating disorder or not. So like, maybe yeah. just don't. Maybe just don't tell people what to do and how to do it. Yeah. And, and I realize we're telling you how to do and how not to do, like talking to other people, but I feel like that's, you, you can't tolerate intolerance, you know, like you have yeah. to be intolerant of intolerance, sort of, that's a that's a wild connection there, but it's sort of that same idea of like telling y'all to be chill. Stop telling people what to eat and how to eat and what they should be doing for their bodies. You don't yeah. know them and you don't know their bodies. Yeah. This is a sidebar, but on the flip side of talking to people about their weight and ADHD, like the number of times people have been like, oh, did you lose weight? And I have to be like, yep, because I'm on amphetamines. It's weird. Yeah. Don't comment on people's appearances. Like, if I have a booger in my nose or a fuzzy on my shirt, like, if it's something that can be solved within, like, five seconds, yeah. then tell me. Or if, like, you know somebody has been trying to lose weight and they want to hear that, that's a different thing. Yeah, but unsolicited but, yeah. is just stop. Just stop that. Like, thanks. Um, it's the meth. What do you... Wh- yeah. It's Dr. Meth. It's the doctor version of the meth. It's, it's Dr. Um, meth. It's like Dr. Pepper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. And I will say, like, I've tried a lot of those things on that list because mm-hmm. a lot of the time when I heard things like that, I really internalized that. So mm-hmm. I know that I personally have tried a lot of those types of things. Did they work? That's the thing is, like, I don't think so in terms of, like, how you would think they would work, right? Well, we and, are we are still think, here. You do still have ADHD. Yeah. So. No, I mean, well, it's not something to cure. It's just my brain. It's mm-hmm. just how it is. Mm-hmm. Good or bad, it's my brain. And I can love it for the things it does well, and I can be angry with it for the things that it doesn't do well. Mm-hmm. But the, the other, the main thing that I've tried that I have a very clear memory of how it went, uh, when I tried Kratom, it's a stimulant 
different sort of plant that is like crushed up into powder and you can either drink it or just can like like I did take it in capsules Mm. and it's quote unquote like a natural stimulant. Sometimes people call it the holistic Adderall. So I did try Kratom in grad school and I will say it was doing a lot of help for me like focus wise. Okay. But I also was feeling like it definitely spurred me on towards like the manic sort of end of the spectrum. I remember I went for a run after like I woke up, took some Kratom and like my antidepressants as well. And then like ate a light breakfast, went for a run. And like I remember being on that run and feeling like I was like, I have never been this good at running. I feel like I'm (laughs) flying. This is awesome. Wow. Like I'm really just I'm running. I'm just running. And I just like Uh went for a really like a good run run and Mm -hmm. I felt great and then I got back to my house and I walk in the dining room and then I immediately like my legs started shaking and they just sort of gave out and I just vomited (laughs) oh no (laughs) so um I haven't tried Kratom since then (laughs) um I would say it's probably something that you will have to decide for yourself Mm -hmm. if you want to do that. Mm -hmm. I've also tried, like, different types of, like, holistic diet pills. And Mm -hmm. I've tried doing the whole drinking just a shit ton of water. And after three days, I was like, I cannot do anything else because I'm literally just going to pee all the time. My whole day. heart. Yeah, no, like, my whole day was just pissing. Like, that's not quite true, but, like, I really, like, it was a noticeable, like, oh, my God, I have to go to the bathroom so much more. This is so not sustainable. So I stopped trying to drink 72 ounces of water a day after, like, three days in. So I think part of it, right, I never gave any of those things, like, a wholehearted, like, here I go. I'm jumping in with all feet. Mm -hmm. Uh, All feet? Yeah. Sure. I mean, all two feet. I was going to say, um, who's to say where the other feet are? But the Kratom one, mm-hmm. it, it, honestly, it was pretty funny. Like, <laughs> I was like, I started laughing like after I came up I was, yeah. for air. I was like laughing a little bit because I was like, this is so stupid. I'm so <laughs> stupid. Why did I take a stimulant with like a banana and some almond butter and then go for a run and run for way longer and way more than I had mm-hmm. <laughs> leading up to that and then go home. Like, yeah, I don't, that- like, there's, like, I, I understand. I'm not super intelligent sometimes. So, like, I get it. Don't at me. It's fine. I know. I know. But, like, I don't know. I have tried some of that stuff, and sometimes it helps, sometimes it doesn't. Again, the stuff that helps is sort of the general, like, hey, this is suggested for most people of, like, go for a walk, drink water, you know? Yeah. Like, things that are generally good for most people. Yeah. Those those have been helpful. Yeah. But, like, the really specific things, like, hey, maybe try great. (laughs) It's decidedly not a great idea for me, personally. (laughs) That'll be that'll be a, a Patreon perk is us mm-hmm. doing Kratom. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no. Oh, and the other thing, too, is that people have told me that I should either smoke more weed or completely stop smoking weed ever at all. It just kind of depends on who's giving me unsolicited advice that day. So it sounds like there's a lot of conflicting advice. Yeah, and I wouldn't say all of those are necessarily holistic medicine. I, I should be fair there. Yeah. But, like, I just made a list of things that people have told me to do to try and, quote-unquote, cure myself. Yeah. I mean, have any of those things worked for you or turned into something that's helped long-term? Obviously, as I think we've hopefully made very clear, nothing is going to cure an ADHD brain. That's not how that works. But has anything helped long-term? No. 
Okay. I mean, like, maybe. I don't know. I'm sitting here, like, thinking about it. And, like, I think it's also hard to sort of, like, looking at myself now because this whole year has just been so different. Oh, right? yeah. Like, this this whole past, like, year plus mm-hmm. has been so different for all of us. And so I feel like I'm not even the same. Not that I'm not the same person, but I don't do the same things. And so, like, it's hard for me to think back on, like, physically what I did and, like, yeah. what, you know what I mean? Yeah. And also, like, I don't remember what I did, like, three days ago. So, like. Yeah. That's fair. Because, like, now I'm like, well, I go to work, and when I'm at work, I try to do some working out there Mm -hmm. in my office, Mm -hmm. and then I come home, and sometimes we'll do podcast things, sometimes I'll play D&D, sometimes I'll play video games, and then I repeat. Yeah. I mean, we are both very, I suppose, young in our ADHD journeys, as it were. Oh, yeah. That's also fair. Is there anything that you want to try? Maybe this is a hot take. I would love to try, like, psychedelics and stuff like that. (laughs) Okay. Uh, But I think that a lot of people... Like, there's a Venn diagram overlap between holistic medicine and people who are nuts about holistic medicine versus people who, like, love psychedelics. There is an overlap there. Not completely, though. But, like, since there is an overlap, I'm going to include that and say Mm -hmm. I would would give that a go. Mm Mm-hmm. I think it's really interesting, and I think that a lot of the science involved in psychedelics and what people have been able to study at this point is very intriguing. And not in a cure-your-brain way, but in a, like, helps to, if not rewire, like, loosen the wires. Yeah, there's evidence that it changes the way that the pathways in your brain are Mm -hmm. working. Yeah, so I I would be interested in trying that. But yeah, what about you? Oh, also sensory deprivation tanks. I would love to get myself in one of those. I don't know if that's a thing (laughs) people have suggested for ADHD specifically. Sometimes people who are into holistic medicine are really into, like, sensory deprivation tanks and stuff like that. I would love that. I would love to give that a go. I would hate that. I would hate every second of that. I would love to just completely dissociate into, like, a molecule. That'd be be tight. I don't think I would come back from that. I'd be so tight. This is probably also a a good indicator that you shouldn't try the psychedelics, and I should, probably. Yeah. I mean, I am very open to seeing what research comes out of that. Mm -hmm. I think that that's an awesome option. It seems like it's been really helpful for people, so I'm not judging psychedelics at all. No, it's not for you. Um, But I would also, every time I think about doing psychedelics, I think about this story that I read online when I was in like middle school on one of those weird self-published fiction Mm. online story websites about Mm -hmm. this drug called Redupity where like people went to Redupity parties and there was this card game or something that you played and one person won the card game every night and it was this like big deal and they got to take Redupity and it was supposed to be like the best high of your life and you felt like you were exploding into the soul of the universe or whatever. And then your brain melted out of your ears and you died. Oh. Yeah. That's and I know sick. that that's not what would happen. Yeah. But I, I, oh. I think that it would metaphorically melt my brain and I'd probably look at a piece of honeycomb or something and have a panic attack because there were too many holes. Yeah, okay. Cool. So you do that. Yeah. And I will eat more fish. Tight. Tight. Do we have a dopamine trampoline this week? Oh. Or was yours was your psychedelics again? <laughs> Yeah, I do have a dopamine trampoline this week. Should I should I jump on up there and you want to hop on after me? Yeah, hop on Sick. over. It's very short and sweet and to the point, but um my dopamine trampoline I want to talk about this week has been family dinners. We do family dinner in our apartment now. Not always, but like when we're able to. We've been taking turns making dinners that have lots of leftovers, so we have like food for like a good chunk of the week. And that's been helping both of us make sure that we eat in the first place and then also make sure that we're eating food that we made. And for me, like eating out less and for Jordan, remembering to eat and (laughs) 
Like, you know, but also just like to have some intentional roommate BFF time. So that's mine. It's family dinner. Oh, and my favorite family dinner thus far was, um, and I know that I'm probably supposed to say it's something you made, but it was when I, when I had a taco night. I think that's probably time. also my favorite family dinner. Yeah. I was just thinking the other day, like, oh, we should do that again. Yeah, no, taco night is such a good staple. But yeah, so that's mine. That's a good one. Bounce, and it's bounce. also reminding me that I haven't eaten dinner yet. Oh, no. So. Well, let's get, get, yeah, you know, I'll, get hop, on I'll hop on here. here. So, yeah, I'll, I'll wrap this one up so that I can go eat the leftover Indian food I have. I'm very excited mm. about it. Oh, yeah, no, Jordan ordered Indian food and texted me and was like, hey, I'm ordering Indian food for lunch. Do you want anything? And so I had leftovers waiting for me when I got home. Oh, best roommate. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, anyway, sorry. So, I'm so gonna... we can get you to that. Yes. Uh, and because I think we're on the theme, we've touched a little bit on diets. You talked about dinner. I'm going to go do that next. My dopamine trampoline is also going to be short and sweet and food-related. This might be good for an ADHD brain because there's some, like, healthy fats in there. It's got sugar, which is, like, a immediate dopamine hit. It, ta- it tastes good. It tastes good. And what tastes good in this case is a Rawlings Family specialty snack, which is... Two slices of Seattle sourdough, sourdough bread, toasted. Mm-hmm. One side has, or one slice, they end up together. It's yeah. not like this is a two-faced yeah. sandwich because that would be hell. Yeah. Right. I mean, <laughs> that would defeat the point of a sandwich entirely. Uh, the Earl of Sandwich would probably come back from the dead. Let's let's not invite the, like, sandwich chart discourse in here, though. <laughs> Um, <laughs> this is not about sandwich chart. This is about, like, the spirit of the Earl of Sandwich, okay. who's a person. Cool. So, but it's two different slices that come together like a sandwich, I'm assuming. Yes. So you take so one you take, Yes. You take your slices of bread on one of them. They're, they're toasted. Did I say that? Yes. Okay. They're toasted. And on one of them, you put crunchy peanut butter. Don't at me if you don't like crunchy peanut butter. I don't want to hear it. This is how we do it. Well, and if you don't like peanut butter at all... You can hang out with me. And there you if go. you think I'm weird for not liking peanut butter, congrats. There's more for you. Get over it. If you don't like peanut butter, you can hang out on the other side of the sandwich, which has Nutella. Okay. And you sandwich them together with the Nutella and the peanut butter facing. I want to make that really clear. I don't, it's, I don't, that's just, it's really good. It's got a like yeah. sweet, salty, crunchy, sour from the sourdough. It is very important that you do it on sourdough. And it's just That's like, what makes it a Rawlings family specialty yes. and not just a sandwich. Yes. Because like, it's, spe- the, it's specific. Yes. And, yes. And also the entire Rawlings family can cook really good. So if they say that it's something that's a Rawlings family specialty, you shut up. And you eat it and you enjoy it because it's going to be good. Unless, you know, you don't like peanut butter in which case, you know. Yeah, you don't, you don't have to eat it, but more for us, I guess, is the moral yeah. of the story. But yeah, I don't know. That's like a snack that my parents came up with and then like started making us. And it's not a brand of sourdough that I can get out here. So I can kind of make myself one, but it's, like, not ever quite the same as, like, when I go home and my parents make one for me. Yeah, no, it's Um, about the family bonding. It is. Yeah. And that's what I got today. Nice. Well, thank you. I I feel weird, right? Because it's, like, we used to have really, really long episodes, and now Mm -hmm. this is our second episode where we're actually, like, forcing ourselves to try and make shorter episodes because uh, it's easier on us for editing and probably easier on our audience for, like, paying attention. Yeah. So, like, it feels a little goofy to be like, all right, well, that's the end. And it's like, oh, we only have, like, 45 minutes of audio recorded? Hmm, interesting. Because normally we would 
get near like two hours. Yeah. Uh, so on one hand, I'm like, hey, nice. We managed to like do this pretty pretty quickly. But on the other hand, I'm like, this feels weird. Why are we ending so soon? But we are ending. So thank do, you so much. <laughs> yeah. We, we do got to do the outro first. We still got a little bit farther to go. But well, no, I know. But like, I'm, I'm just yeah. I'm letting everyone know that we are we are we are done now. We are. we are moving on to the outro section. If you turn to page 300 and f*** that. And this has been Orlearn Parkour from Wholehearted Production Company. It sure has. And you can find Orlearn Parkour on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, you know, any place that you can get podcasts, pretty much. Special thanks to Creesha Perito for our cover art design. You can find her at Petalhop, that's P-E-T-A-L-H-O-P, on Instagram and Twitter and Etsy. Thank you to Tom Rosenthal for our theme song, There Is a Dark Place, off the album Keep a Private Room Behind the Shop. Slaps once, slaps forever. <laughs> you can follow us on the social meds at Or Learn Parkour on Twitter, at WeRWPC on the Insta, or the Grams, depending on what you prefer. Or just, you know, the worst website that's ever come to fruition. That's also a, the correct name. You know, it's not the worst website that's ever come to fruition, our website. Yeah, that is yeah. wrwpc.com. Yeah, go check it out. Jordan did some overhauling and there's some cool stuff up there. So go to our website. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Get do into it. peer pressure. Yes. Uh, and you can find a link to that. You don't even need to like work hard because you can find a link to that same website and our social media and Tom Rosenthal's music and Crazy Perito's pages all in our episode description. Heck yeah. If you enjoy this podcast and want to hear more, subscribe to this feed or follow it or whatever the button on your podcatcher of choice is. Click it so you can hear more of us. Yeah, and if you really, really want to go the extra mile and be super supportive, you know, you could tell a friend, tell a family member, tell an acquaintance, maybe just yell it at a stranger on the street to listen to or learn parkour <laughs> and, you know, point them our direction. Let's get some friends. Let's get some more friends in this parkour family. Oh, and also, if you if you feel so led, we do have a Ko-Fi. You can find a link to that on our website, on Twitter, and on Instagram. This is true. The one other thing that is worth mentioning that you can do that costs you zero dollars is leave us a review if you are so inclined. A nice review, though. Please. If you want to leave a bad review, I get it, but please don't. Like, you can, but I will cry. Yeah, you you can, but, like, at what cost? This is actually a great month to leave a great review. If you do it on Podchaser, this month they are donating 25 cents per review left on their website to Meals on Wheels. Through the end of the month, they will donate another 25 cents if slash when we respond to your review. So you can make our day and do some good for some people through the end of this month. It's an all-around kick-ass deal. Yeah, and that's April 2021. So if you're listening to this after April 2021... Bumsky. Like, you can still leave us a review and donate to Meals on Wheels. You just kind of have to do both of those things yourself. Yeah. Thanks for pointing that out. I personally don't really have any outro funny, goofy stuff for you this week. Oh, but we got to have an outro question. I know. I, I was trying to think of one, and then I sort of just... <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. And, and one more quick thing before we uh, take off here is, uh, again, just, you know, want to say we love y'all, we appreciate y'all, and for all the goofs, like, we, we are very thankful to, you know, be putting out this audio into the world. So thank you for supporting us and listening and, you know. Yeah. Yeah, we, we love y'all. And now um, I'm going to stop being a huge nerd and uh, 
Yeah. I don't have an outro question, but I do have an outro ADH dad joke. Whoa. You ready for this? Whoa. <laughs> I think my microscope has ADHD. Why do you think your microscope has ADHD, Jordan? It refuses to focus. Ah. <laughs> Pull your finger out of your ass. I'm Jordan. I'm Lex. This has been Or Learn Parkour. See you in two weeks. Ruby, baby. Okay, cool. Cool. Oh, my God.